What is up? Welcome back to the Alone Together podcast, where the loners aren't aren't alone. alone. I'm Journey. And I'm Layla. And as y'all can see, it's a new setup. It's a new year. Grateful for that. Um, Today's topic, we are going to be talking about protecting your energy because, like I said, it's a new year. We got to protect our energy this year. I feel like a lot of us is going through a lot from what I gathered from talking to people. So we got to learn how to just keep it peaceful and keep it moving. So we're going to jump right into it. Um, Layla, what does protecting your peace look like to you? Protecting my peace, to me, is just knowing what things bring you peace in the first place. Um So for me personally, I would say being in nature definitely brings me peace. Um, I think it depends on what type of mood I'm in. But since I'm an extrovert, sometimes hanging out with my friends brings me peace. Like it replenishes my energy because I enjoy like socializing with people. But I also have like some days where I'm like, I just need to be alone and do like a little self-care thing. So self-care is definitely a big thing for me. And then just... Last year, I think by the end of the year, I was surrounded by people that I felt were only bringing positive energy into my life and a part of my like path and growth. So I think knowing like who those people are in your life and surrounding yourself with those type of people. And then, you know, if it's possible, kind of releasing people that are negative and bringing you negative energy. Facts. I'm definitely an introvert, so I need to yeah. be alone to get my peace back in order. I can't do it. I alone feel together. Facts. I feel crazy when I'm around too many people too long, or just in general. <laughs> but nah, for me, I would say that protecting my peace is definitely just setting the boundaries and like finding, like you said, what when do I feel my most peaceful? Who do I feel my most peaceful around? And keeping my circle right there in in those boundaries. Yeah. But also just setting boundaries like choosing who I let have access to me because I can't mm-hmm. get mad at somebody for draining me, for bothering me, for doing something I don't like. And I'm the one giving them access to me. And also I'm not communicating the boundary like. I feel like I struggle with that because I overthink so much and I'm just like so nervous about like how they're going to take it Mm -hmm. and offending them. But at the end of the day, like if they respect you, they're going to they're going to respect your boundary. And you got to let people know, like, I don't like this. I like this or this. You're doing too much Mm -hmm. right now or whatever the case may be. Like sometimes you have to put people in their place in a way especially when it comes to if they're disturbing your peace and if they're doing that and there's you communicate to them then they gotta go like yeah I don't know you just gotta get to that level of maturity of being able to identify what is peace to you yeah and and continuing to find that and continuing to keep it peaceful Mm -hmm. and identifying what roles people actually play in your life Mm -hmm. if you're depleting your energy with someone you're likely giving them too big of a role in your life and not everyone plays this huge role in your life and as we like grow in relationships and friendships whatever the case may be I think there's 
it's also not only knowing how to communicate your boundaries, but knowing when to communicate what boundaries. Facts. Like there Facts. might be something new that pops up and you have to communicate that because I don't know, relationships are constantly growing. So yeah. It's new things that you have to talk about, new boundaries that you have to set. But if someone is not open to that conversation and just like shuts down whenever you talk about boundaries, then they don't respect you, I don't think. Facts. And they don't have no boundaries, they own themselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like setting boundaries, like it's not easy. Like it no. takes so much practice. Definitely and especially not. for people with like just big hearts and who are impasse, like it is really difficult to to set the boundaries because you just want to naturally like help everyone. And I remember this one time I got this sound bowling sound bowl healing thing and he went over each of my chakras and I kept hearing one was out of tune, but like my eyes were closed, so I couldn't tell which one it was. And then afterwards I was like, which one was that? And he was like, it was your heart. And I was like, hmm. And he said I had excess energy and that he asked me um, if I had a problem setting boundaries. And I was, at the time, I don't think I really understood what that meant. So I just told him no, you know. And then a few weeks later, I was in a position of where I had to set a very strict boundary and I, I couldn't do it and, or I didn't know how I should say. Mm -hmm. And it was just in that moment that I was like, yeah, boundaries, because some people just shouldn't continue to have access to you or you should be able to tell somebody, you know, how you feel straight up and just communicate. It's difficult, but when it comes to your peace, it's more important. And I feel like I've just gotten to the point where my peace and my not feeling anxiety, like I have to control myself as much as I can. I have to control what I can control, which is just myself. Yeah. I can't really control the chaos and the war going out everywhere. But, you know, I can be the peace that that is in that position, in that chaos. And that's all I can do. Yeah. And I think certain relationships can bring you anxiety. And, like, people that are disturbing your peace can, like, just build up your anxiety even more. So, also knowing, like, how people make you feel. But I do want to acknowledge that sometimes you're in a position where you can't necessarily escape someone. That's true. Like, say it's your boss or something that's negative around you. Then I think in those type of situations, it's obviously different. But you just have to, like you were saying, how you're being the calm in the storm that's what you have to be in those situations and you just have to keep on bringing yourself back to that peaceful place whatever brings you peace and keeps your energy replenished I think you could be the person that walks in the room and the room lights up and it sucks though because that one person that walks in the room and the energy goes down it could ruin everyone's energy but protecting your energy and like really standing in your energy I think it's when you're that one person in the room and it lights up. And even if someone's negative, like you're able to hold and protect that. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to let that bring you down. That's true. And I feel like that's just comes with understanding that everybody's actions are just projections. It has nothing to do with you. And I think that's something, you know, I'm still trying to implement in every situation is un- not taking it personally. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's one of the four agreements, not taking it personally and not making assumptions. And that those are huge. Like think Mm -hmm. about all the times that you make an assumption off of something you've seen and it just 
goes into a tangent of thoughts and it's yeah. like creating a whole narrative in your head that literally isn't reality or you take something personally but really they were just projecting something they were battling mm-hmm. and I feel like once you understand that and just observe and acknowledge before you react your peace will definitely start to come because you're not just firing off when people are saying something to you and you're not taking it personally you can't take anything personally because just everything is projections I feel like and I find myself even myself like that like if I'm getting mad at someone it's probably because I've done it before yeah and I knew it was coming out of a place of ill intent Mm -hmm. you know that's true and as far as assumptions I'm taking this prison education class this quarter so um it's on art and activism but we take the class with a cohort of women in Victorville prison. So we had a orientation for it and we talked like we have four pillars in the class Mm -hmm. and one of them is assumptions and it's not assuming things about people or not supposed to ask them like what they're in there for and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we had like a long discussion about what are some assumptions that we might make um, about people that are on the inside and like, how can we battle that? And then, they had an orientation separate with the people that are in prison and they wrote to us like what assumptions is to them. And it was so interesting to see like the two different perspectives because from their perspective, they wrote like first their definition of assumptions and they said they assumed that we would be judgmental of them. And I was like, wow, that's just like so crazy to think about it. Like from that perspective too, seeing both sides of it, like they think we're going to be, um, like judging them and then we're making assumptions like about different things as well so yeah it's like it goes both ways and it's a double-edged sword and Definitely. that could also affect projecting because people Definitely. make assumptions about you and then project and that just Definitely. comes again with communication like uh when you're building all these scenarios in your head about someone I think it makes a lot of situations worse and yeah. it makes your energy go down because you're yeah. exerting energy on having anxiety and like creating a scenario that isn't even necessarily true. That is so facts. And I, I catch myself doing it. Like we're not all perfect. I definitely catch myself doing it, but it's the awareness Mm -hmm. and, and the trying to, to fix it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Okay. So another reason, another way that I protect my peace is, um, just really trying to get out of my own way like like at the end of the day we're our only only obstacle I feel like yeah we may face you know environmental factors or whatever the case may be but we are responsible for our own happiness we're responsible for our own peace we can't continue to blame other people because like I said before we're giving them access to us we could easily shut them out of our life and go on Mm -hmm. it'll it'll be a difficult situation but what's more what's more valuable your peace or stress like what do you love more being in that situation or yourself yes and I think a lot of people like lose that when they're in yes. those situations like, it is you that has to get yourself out yeah and you have to love yourself more than you love going into a toxic cycle or like the addiction of it yeah it's the addiction of anything like maybe you're getting validation from that or you're getting affection or whatever you're getting from a negative relationship that should not outweigh your energy. You have to, yes. I think your energy has to be like 
one of the number one things that you prioritize if you want to start living a better life and really stop your suffering. Yes, you have to come correct. I feel like in relationships, in friendships, in any type of relationship or any scenario, like you have to, you have to do as much as you can on your part. I feel Mm -hmm. like because what everybody else does is completely unpredictable and out of your control. And I feel like you have to really self-evaluate. That is what I was just thinking. Like people need to ask themselves seriously, what role do I play in my own suffering? Yeah, that is huge because I think we play a way bigger role, if not the entire role in our suffering because we allow things to happen to us. Yes. But when it comes to like boundaries and stuff as well, the good thing is if you didn't set boundaries with someone and maybe that relationship isn't going well and you're able to cut it off, there's so many new people to meet. So if you yes. set those boundaries early, a lot of times yeah. if someone isn't for you, yeah. they will not even yeah. like they won't accept those boundaries. But when you're like standing in yourself and your worth and you set your boundaries early, you will see right away who is for you and who is not for you. No, seriously. And I just feel like if you if you're aware that it's bothering you, just remove yourself mm-hmm. because it's just way better to to remove yourself and to put yourself through that and continue to to question everything about your life. Because I just feel like when your peace is disturbed, then everything else is out of balance. And it's not worth your peace. Every If everything's out of balance, then nothing's going to flow. Yeah. Everything's going to be chaotic and you're not going to be able to be the peace anymore. Or when people are around you, they're going to feel that in your energy. They're not right. going to feel the peaceful accepting whatever they're gonna feel the chaotic unrest the the anxiety yeah and that's something I've had to learn like I know that when I feel anxiety I just have to remove myself because I don't want to infect others (laughs) with how much my mood shifts and how much it drains my energy but that's a part of protecting your peace you know knowing when to remove yourself knowing when you know well you're the issue yeah and just being aware of like where your energy's at. Like in my one of my professors was talking about how like your energy field around you is like six feet around you. So she was talking about how like your energy they were transfers with COVID. Yeah, they were talking about how your energy transfers like can literally be from sitting by someone. And it was so interesting because I felt that today in church and I was thinking about that a lot. Because the girl sitting in front of us, I don't know, she was just, you could tell she was going through something. She was really yes, feeling. very reactive. Yeah, you could tell she was, like, really feeling it. And even before she started being reactive, I felt her energy. And it almost, like, brought me to tears because I was, like, I could just tell, like, that's she's really going through something. And I just thought about that. Like, you could really <laughs> feel somebody's energy transfer. Like, everything yes. is made out of energy. Yes. Like, literally everything, everything is, is made out of energy. And energy cannot be destroyed. Yes. So, like scientifically we literally can feel people's energy and you have to be aware of your energy exchanges and that's Mm -hmm. like the first step in acknowledging how your energy is and how other people's bring other people bring energy into your life acknowledging your energy exchanges with people and being able to name the emotions that people make you feel because it seems like simple but I think a lot of people don't take the time to sit down and be like this situation with so-and-so made me feel like this, this, and that. Because if you actually took the time to write that down in a lot of these negative, toxic situations, 
if you read it, you would be like, why am I going back? Facts. And that's funny because I was, I filled one of my journals this week again, and I never go back and read my journal. Like I just write to get it out. I oh, never go back and read. You're missing out. But one, one day I went back and read like my first journal that I filled. And I was like, <laughs> what was I thinking? Like, it was like a course of like a year and a half relationship of that whole journal. Exactly. And when I went back and read like two months into the relationship, I was like, I should have broke up with him right exactly. then and there. Exactly. And I stayed the for 12 months. The relationship journals are crazy. crazy. When I went back and read, I was like, like, you be like, forgetting how, like, you don't forget things that happen, but you forget how it made you feel. And when you, like, actually yeah. write down how you feel, yeah. then it makes so much sense why when you're around this person, you don't understand why you're angry at them and you're feeling anxiety. Because look at how you made me feel. That stuck with me. Every time I think about you and see you, it comes back up. And you know what? I feel like that was something I wanted to touch on. Like, with emotions, I feel like humans have so much just learned how to block them yes and so we put up a wall or what gets you the most is the fake nonchalant when people try to brush it off like you care you know you know you care unless you're like a sociopath yes like you can't act like you don't care like you don't feel because you do and it's okay to but i feel like everybody is just so like i don't care it doesn't affect me. I'm unbothered. Like, I'm unfazed. The unbothered. But the when you really, really take a minute and realize, like, I was really bothered by that. But then if you just block it out and act like you don't care, you're going to continue to put yourself through that situation. And you're just never going to be at peace. Yeah. Because you think you're at peace because you're unbothered. But that is impossible. Like, yo, we're human for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. we're meant to care. We're meant to feel anger we're meant to be sad be happy all these different things so don't try to run from it like part of being peaceful i think is just accepting your emotions and accepting them and moving through them i feel like i used to be like that a lot because i like a lot of my childhood i just can't remember and i was actually talking to someone that was doing their hair last night and he was saying the same thing like that he can't remember a lot of his childhood I think that kind of sets you up to compartmentalize. And it also, like, for a long time, I just felt numb. And I didn't feel, like, really any emotions. And I didn't understand why, because I couldn't remember, like, stuff from my childhood. But once I finally started unpacking everything and, like, actually healed from it, um, it just made so much sense. And I feel like I was able to feel emotions better. But what I wanted to say as far as, like, the unbothered nonchalant tropes because I feel like it's an internet trope for social media people to put up mostly like and there's all these different ones for trends it's like workout fitness girl like all these different things I just want to say like flattens you as a human like facts it literally flattens you into this one aesthetic this one thing like how are you flattening your life into an aesthetic we are humans (laughs) three-dimensional four-dimensional five-dimensional humans and we have so much more to offer than an aesthetic of being nonchalant. So, like, you're just not live cool in your for truth. not caring. Live in your truth. I'm begging you, and you cannot, like, you cannot exemplify your truth on any social media platform. I don't care what you post. Yes. So, Literally. live in your truth in real life every day. To who you encounter and how you, you know, I feel like I used to, I feel like I used to look down a little bit or 
yeah, on people who were highly sensitive. Like that used to bother me because I was just, well, I was like the, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. But then when I finally healed from trauma and why I was like trying to act like I don't care and tried to stop being like someone in my life who I thought was so cool for not caring. But then when I realized that's just their response to all that they've been through, that it's just easier for them to block out emotion than to feel. I was just like, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. I want to be able to feel. And then I just grew an appreciation to sensitive yes, people. That's exactly because what I was I was say. like, if you can cry in front of me and not feel no shame, like that's honestly impressive to yeah. me. Like that shows you are really comfortable in yourself and you you know what I mean? And now like especially men. Like when yes. men are are able to like I don't want men to cry in front of me. But when <laughs> like like I don't want to make men cry. I'll say that. But like when men do cry in front of me and it's not caused by me, I'm like, wow, like that is That's, really good that you're yeah. able to release that and you don't feel ashamed. And it's not caused by me is the one. I haven't caused any men to cry since high school, so Same. I am healed. Same. <laughs> I'm impeccable with my words. I've been now. impeccable with my words. <laughs> I've been the yeah. shoulder to cry on, not the cry maker. And I just, I appreciate that. Like, I appreciate when people show me their emotion because it helps me mm-hmm. be better with showing my emotion. I still hate crying in front of people, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I, yeah. Like, no. I was holding back them tears in church today. I started back crying. In. It's funny you said that because Shorty behind me, when she started falling out and crying, I was like, Tears started coming to that's my how, eyes that, so that's bad. That's energy. Like, I did not, I was, like, feeling the um, sermon, but, like, I wasn't personally going through something, like, really yeah. that, like, made me feel that way. But just feeling the energy of the girl in front of me and you feeling the girl behind you, like, it'll literally bring you to tears, especially yeah. when they're within your six feet. Facts. Energy is very, very transferable. Mm-hmm. And, and in order to protect your peace, you got to be able, you got to somehow develop that that ability yeah to not just feel a vibe but feel an individual's yeah indivi- um energy take away everything like i think that's what energy is it's like take away everything that we are really mm-hmm. but what vibe like what are you giving off without that? what is your soul saying soul. about you yeah it's your soul and like some people i think once you like really really step into your energy like you're really good at reading people's energy. Yeah. And it'll instantly like turn you off from someone. Yes. But I really like that Once though. Because when you attract too. to someone from their energy, like it turns out to be like some amazing people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a part of, a part of protecting your peace is understanding that like, I don't mean to say this in a negative way, but we're never really going to be peaceful on this earth. Like, I truly believe that. I don't mm. think that this earth is peace. I feel like it's chaos. Yes, it's pure chaos. And like, I just feel like it takes a lot to get your soul to be at like, I think it's at a, rest a constant point. thing. And I just feel like finding your peace is finding the new medium. It's finding the balance yeah. in life. Because are we truly ever going to be like super peaceful? Yes, but no. There's always going to be things going on in our life that are affecting us negatively positively there's always going to be things that we're doing with ourselves a battle we're facing with ourselves demons we're fighting within ourselves like 
there's always something trying to tear our peace back. But I just feel like if you learn to be in the moment and just appreciate and accept life for what it is and accept where you are and that it's where you're meant to be in that very moment, that is the most peace you could get in this lifetime. It's just being present, not living in the future, not living in the past, you know? We can't ever get those things back in the present. So I just feel like you got to just accept. Acceptance has been a huge theme for me recently because I just feel like that is everything. Accepting people for who they are, not trying to change them. Accepting, you know, whatever grade I got in my class. Accepting whatever, like, happens at school and relationships just life. Like you have to accept everything for what it is because what can you do about it? Mm-hmm. Half the, 99% of the time, the answer is nothing. So peace is just. It is acceptance. Subjective. It is I think peace is a lot of acceptance. Like if you can't live in your truth, then you're not yeah. going to be at peace with yeah. what's, what the reality of your life is. Yeah. If you're trying to be something else. Yeah. You're not at peace with the reality of your life. And I think there's different yeah. levels of energy and like it's certain things that just hold you back from reaching your maximum potential of energy and it keeps you at a low vibration. And like those addictions that we were talking about, just not living in your truth, those are some things that definitely keep you at a low vibration. And I think you don't realize it when you're in that low vibration. Some people aren't aware, but it really does bring others down. Mm-hmm. It does. And everything that we do in our life affects our peace mm-hmm. because it affects our energy and affects our soul. It affects our mental. I was reading um, in my psych class, my yoga and meditation, a little textbook we have on it. And one of the things was like, you know, one of the main yoga teachings and it was saying um, your peace. And it was like everything affects it that you do not others, what mm-hmm. you do. And that includes the book literally had a whole page on your diet and how like mm. how what you eat can affect your our mood. food gives us our energy. Like yes. it's if our you're main eating source crappy of stuff, energy. You're going to have crappy energy. Yeah. Period. Our sleep, our our effort that we put into things. Like are we mm-hmm. satisfied with with how we did? Did we give our best? That's, that's the all thing. you can do. That's the thing, you know, like giving your best. And I think just, I don't know, when you have a calling to do something, doing that thing to your best of your ability. Yeah. Cause regret also, I think causes anxiety. Like definitely. And no one should regret though. I feel like yeah. everything is, a everything lesson. happens for a reason. But I think when you block yourself from learning lessons, cause everything in life is a lesson. And when you block yourself from learning those lessons, cause you're addicted to really it's being addicted to your suffering in a way. That's why people like stay in these um, comfort. Yeah. Addicted to your comfort, your comfort zone. And that's another thing they were saying in church today. It's what makes you comfortable. Like, and what, when we're saying Man. what brings us peace, I think that says a lot about who we are as a people. Like I know working out brings you peace. Yes. Exercise. Like that's a great <laughs> thing to get peace from. For me, like, like I said, like being in nature, journaling, stuff like that. If you're the most peaceful when you're, like in a negative environment, like you're at a club or you're getting validation or something like that. It's showing you like what your comfortability is. And yeah. if your comfortability comfortability yeah. comes from something negative, then already your energy is messed up and you need to find like 
new things yeah. to make you satisfied. Yeah. And it takes some deep digging, but finding out who you really are is what is going to allow you yeah. to want to choose yourself over these things. Man, she went to work in, in church today. She did. Shout out her. I really liked when she said, and it, this goes back to protecting your peace. She said, what are you a prisoner to? Yes. Are you a prisoner to God and his purpose for you and his in the trust you have in him and your faith? Or are you a prisoner to validation? And situation. To pleasure. To all these other things, you know, yeah, that literally that, aren't you. That stuck with me. Like, we may be going through some things right now. We may be going through some bad relationships. We may not have got the grade that we want. But in the grand scheme of things, it's like, I'm not angry at this grade or this situation and stuff. I'm like, angry at myself. I'm angry at myself. Like, yes. I'm a prisoner to myself. Yes. And that even last week in church, he said, you need to remove yourself from being the flesh and be your soul. Your soul. Be your spirit. And then when you think about that, it's like, why am I even angry at a grade? Why am I even yeah. angry than that? Because it's so much bigger than that. Yo. Like When you're going through a lesson <laughs> in life and you're in this situation... <laughs> It's not being angry that you're in that situation. It's like, I am a prisoner of God and God is trying to show me something or the universe is trying to show me something, whoever you believe in. And like, you need to take this lesson and know that along the journey, you will find your blessing. Yes. And just like you said, that just spoke to me right now because, you know, my GPA went down so much last semester and I was like hot when it came out. And I was just, you know, I was mad, like, that professor, like, his stuff was so boring. I was doing so bad. Like, nah, no, 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 Like, I'm mad because I know I could have done better. Mm -hmm. I'm mad at myself, at my performance. I know that that it was all on me, for real, you know? And it was my effort that my, it's me that's a reflection of that grade, you know? Mm -hmm. Not the professor, not them. And... I was so cool after that. Like once I accepted that and just realized, you know, next semester I got to come really hard. Like, okay, I was back like level. I was back balanced. I yeah. was back pretty peaceful because, you know, like I said, we are in control of us. And exactly. a lot of the times in our life, like what's bothering us is a reflection of us. And furthermore, we are a reflection of each other. We are all one, really. So I feel like once people start to look through that perspective they'll start they'll stop being so judgmental judgmental and just affected affected by yeah. by others and you can only see people's actions through the lens of your trauma mm. if you're still a prisoner to your trauma you're only yes. going to be able to see how people's actions are based yes. on what you think. Ooh, like that's a good one. For Layla. example, today or yesterday in our orientation, um mm. one of the ladies in there was like she was just talking about like different things and one thing that came up was insecurities. And she was like, "How many of you guys aren't happy with what you see when you look in the mirror?" And like, I think one person raised their hand at first and then she's like, no, be honest. Like, I know it's more people than that. And like a couple more people raised their hand and I still didn't raise my hand, but she was kind of projecting a little bit because she could only see it through her lens. She like admitted she wasn't happy with what she looked at, like saw when she looked in the mirror and she was <laughs> expecting everyone to feel that way. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I don't feel that, man. <laughs> like, 
I was gonna raise my hand for that, but she's only seeing it through her lens, and her lens is blurry. And it, that's like a small example, but like no, it could be real. so much bigger than that's that real. when it's like when it comes to like communication and relationships. It could be yes. so much bigger than that. You're not understanding this people because everyone's a complex human being, but you're only seeing it through your complexities and your traumas. Yes. And your everything lens is, is dirty. perspective. Your lens is dirty. Everything is perspective. Truly, people people need to understand that. Like the way I see you is not how you see you, and the way the home and it sees never you. will be. Like we are all product of environment. We are all product of trauma, and I just feel like if you don't heal from it, I you better learn how to work with it. But at the end of the day, you're only going to be able to see through your lens of, you know, if you're not healed, you're going to see through a lens of pain. Yeah. And you're going to live through that pain. And you, that's a part of your peace too. stop dwelling. You know, I, I get like, personally, I get frustrated, but that's a projection because I know how I used to be. And, you know, only seeing things, like I said, through my lens of pain. But once I healed from it, I was just like, everybody can do this and yeah. they just want to do the work like everybody can be okay yeah but people people get comfortable in the pain and it took these significant moments for us though in our life to come to that point yes it took and me I think, going through pain yeah and some people like when you see that it can be frustrating but it's also like it's just gonna take something to really get this person to like get up and yeah. want it and like you can't <laughs> yeah. be that something and that's where the frustration goes away because it's like no matter what i can't be that for and this that's person. the acceptance right there too. acceptance i gotta accept that that is just where they are at my mom my mom helped me with that she gave she gave me a little advice a couple weeks ago and she was like you have to meet people where they are you can't mm-hmm. look at them not that this is what i was doing but you can't look at people as like projects like you just have to meet them where they are and, you know, provide support. That's all you can do. Or be be the listening ear. Be what they maybe are lacking that is getting them to that point. Mm-hmm. Maybe but, you can show them how you live and they'll be inspired by it. But that's all you can do. Yeah. And it's hard because, like we were saying earlier, we'll never understand a true perspective of that person nobody in your life has seen everything you've been through except you and even you you forget a lot of it Mm -hmm. you block it out in 10 years we'll forget a lot of the stuff that happened right now yeah like it's just memory like Mm -hmm. not everything's gonna stick so it's how can you expect someone to see you and see all these different layers of you but that's why it's so important to have good energy be present and be impeccable with your word because if you're just meeting a new person and they're seeing you and you're saying all this stuff that you don't even mean and you're projecting like that's what they're getting from you they don't understand understand all your complexities no one understands all of that like so why are you gonna subject someone to negativity just because of what you're going through exactly exactly the least you can do is be self-aware like if you know if you know you've been through a lot and you're operating out of a place of that and you're behind closed doors and you're not around people you're sad and you're in pain like that is how you're going to be around people it's not going to change but Mm -hmm. you know it's just I just honestly think it's just self-awareness some people aren't aware enough to see that they're projecting some people don't even know what that is 
And that's when you have to really, I just think, protect yourself from. Mm -hmm. Because if you see that that person is just blinded by it and living out of comfort of being that way, like you don't have to be the one to be subjected to it. Yeah. And to save them because you're not going to. You're not going to. And all that's going to do is disturb the hell out of your peace. You're just going to be at an unrest because you're pouring. You can't keep pouring into something and then be empty. Exactly. Because then what do you have to give to yourself? And even if you were full, you're going to empty yourself. I've been there and done that. Yes. You can't just give, give, give and be all (laughs) gave out. Like, what are you giving yourself? How are you replenishing and And how are they feeding you? facts like how what are they giving to you that is so good that it's worth we are at that point where like relationships and i mean like relationships and friendships like it it gotta go both ways man like i can't be the one who's just always here for you and doing this for you like it don't work anymore like i i need that too and also is deeper like i don't know when we were young it could have been like oh, you bought me a lollipop or like you bought me something like it's reciprocated. Like, no, it's not monetary. It's not like a gift. It's not, it's like emotional. It's energy. It's stuff like that. And that comes with growing. Like when we're, we're like what 20 getting to this level talking about, like it's deeper than that for our friendships, for our relationships. Like if you can't get to that point, it's going to get to a point where you have nothing to offer to people. Like people don't want to be around you, especially yeah. if you're trying to be in meaningful spaces. Like yeah. you have to have something to offer. That's not necessarily monetary or because, stuff like that. But like as a person, because like, after a while, I just feel like, like if you're that person that gives us support monetarily, like eventually that's not going to be enough for the person. Yeah. Cause it's not but really what's always enough is, like the support the the being there the listening like the things that money cannot ever provide the conversations i don't know like the we're presence. at the age where like the peace it's bring yeah it's really bringing the peace like if i'm not able to talk to you and you don't know yourself and you don't like you're not self-aware i'm not talking what are we to talking you? about i'm like, not talking what to you is period. there to talk about like <laughs> take away gossiping that's one of the four agreements what can we talk about for real like i i think about that a lot when if i'm ever in a new situation and they're just gossiping it's like like what would we be talking about right now if we, if this wasn't the topic of conversation nothing like could y'all really hold a real conversation with me Or are you going to circle it back to that or somebody else's life? Like, I don't care to hear about other people's life. And whether... I don't think people understand that. Yeah. And if whether you know it or not, gossiping depletes your energy. Bad. Because you're sending off negative negative energy to someone else, creating a scenario about someone else. Like, that's just negative all in itself. (laughs) Yo. One thing I wanted to say, though, was on our um, Mindfulness Monday post, it was about protecting your energy. Yeah, that's what inspired the episode. And um, one of them was, it's okay to put yourself first. And I feel like so many people need to hear this, uh, whatever that means to you in this moment. It is okay to put yourself first, whether it's ending that relationship, stop pouring yourself into someone, or just taking a day to actually take care of yourself. 
dropping them kids off (laughs) somewhere else for the weekend (laughs) with their baby daddy, whatever it may be. It's okay. Don't drop them with Auntie Journey, but for sure. Definitely don't drop them with us because we will drop them kids off somewhere else too. (laughs) But no, but for real, (laughs) that's so serious. I feel like people get caught up when they're like the givers and they're the helpers and have the big hearts. They get addicted to that feeling of I'm always providing Mm -hmm. or I'm the one people count on, Mm -hmm. you know, and they... They start to identify themselves like I'm just supposed to always give to people. Yeah. And I, I know I fall victim to that myself, which is why I'm I'm saying this. But like you said, it's okay to put me first. Like it's okay to say no. Like let's learn how to say no to people. Because like I said before, if they respect you, it's okay. They're 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 gonna respect that. Like especially if you especially if they know you as like the constant giver. Yes, like they're going to understand. Like you've already You've done your all. due diligence. Mm-hmm. You've already, you know, people know you as that. You, you've, you've proven yourself. There's no, there's no need to prove yourself. And furthermore, you don't have to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. You never have to prove yourself to people because, like I said, the people who know you for real, respect you, love you, like they see you. Yeah, like Destiny is that person. She's like yes. always giving to people. But one thing I will say about Destiny is, like, she knows how to say no. She do. Yeah, she definitely knows how to say no. And also, when we go out, like, people will literally walk up to Destiny, the little artsy people, and they'll be like, I can tell you're at a higher vibration. I can feel your energy. I can read your energy. And, like, Destiny don't talk to nobody, but people will be walking up to her like, I can feel your energy. Yeah, she is really good at protecting her peace. But like, We should have brought her on this episode. For real. Dang. No, we have to bring her on here soon. But yeah, like people can really see that. Like, because when I tell you Destiny is like the queen of protecting her peace, her and Alexis, I will say. Yeah. And just having good energy. Like people will walk up to her and tell her that. And sometimes it's like, you can feel when it. it comes to proving yourself, the energy will prove it for yes. yourself. Energy speaks for itself. I think I posted that one time. Like your energy introduces you before it does. Your words it do. really, really does. And that's something I feel like. It's something I work towards, you know? Like, I want to be that force when I walk in the room. Like, yeah. people can feel that. And that's Definitely. that's a beautiful thing because it protects you. Like, when your vibration is high, like, the low vibrational people won't step to you. Yeah. They're going to feel intimidated by you. And that's facts. Especially, like, I would notice whenever we went out and we're, like, the only sober ones. But that would be the opposite. Like, the low vibration, everyone would be, like, obsessed with us because they feel because it. they could feel like we're at a higher vibration because they're all like lost souls lost souls but <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of lost souls it's a lot of lost souls out here in la man but what was i gonna say hmm <laughs> why are we the same person bro? it's irritating <laughs> but for sure i want to say like some action items y'all should do to help protect your peace is of course journaling i'm a huge advocate for that mm-hmm. it helps me a whole lot and um just finding a activity or a habit that brings you peace and just implementing it somehow into your daily schedule like for me that's journaling or maybe meditation yoga um maybe it's sports for some people go to the gym go to, you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like 
find that little thing that that brings you peace or brings you back to balance to level ground and again just what does a peaceful life look like to you and try to start creating that the best way you know how try to start setting the boundaries with the people who are in your life and fit fit that mold of peaceful life because it is your life at the end of the day like you're not out here trying to make nobody else's life better um, well, maybe. But yeah, maybe, I'm like, okay, well, like, well, like I not mean, too much now. Not like, you not know what like I'm saying? That. You can't make anyone else's yeah. energy better, but you can make yours better. Yes, so make do all you can to make you peaceful, to make you happy, so that you can better do that for other people, yes. is what I have to say. My <laughs> action item is visualization meditation, so I would say Fact, that's a good I one. would tell people to do it in the shower. It's a really good place, especially the type I'm talking about. So you visualize like um, something that brings you peace. So I always say like my peaceful place is when you look at the clouds out of the airplane window and you're like on top of the clouds. That's what I like to visualize. And I think it's just fun in the shower because like you have the water pouring on you. It's really peaceful. And then Cleansing. when you get out, you're cleansed and you can start your day like on a good note. And I also wanted to say when you were talking about like one of your goals is to be that force when you walk in the room. What if everybody's goals, rather than looking a certain way and something on the outside, was to fix that on the inside and just be that force when they walk in the room? Imagine how much better things would be. And then really think about what are really your goals in your heart? And what force are you when you walk in a room? And then what force are you when you walk in a room? And then see how those things align. Seriously. Because like, it does. Who are you? What? <laughs> who are you? Like Not you. Not you guys specifically, but just in general. Who are <laughs> we? Who are y'all? Who are? <laughs> no, but who are, who are me? Who Who is me as an individual? Exactly. Like, being that self-aware and knowing what I bring to the table can help me, you know, mold mold my life. Mm-hmm. Mold the peace. Find the peace. And set your boundaries. Boundaries, y'all. Boundaries. So important. But thank y'all for listening today. We, I'm glad we talked about this. Very glad. Because... It's real. We all need to find that peace within ourselves. And there's some good first. energy in this room, y'all. Yes. Love yourself. Respect yourself. So that other people will do that to you, too. Facts. So, um, like, comment, subscribe, all that. Um, audio versions are in the description box. And we are excited. And we'll see you the next time. Bye. Thank you, guys. <laughs> That was funny.